Hello and welcome to this next episode of Resplendency Life. My name is Joel. And this is Pastor Natalie. And we're so thankful to have you here with us listening to this episode. Um, So last episode we talked about Mm self-denial. And now we're going to take it a little step further, or maybe a big step further, (laughs) and talk about a really heavy topic, which is the sin struggle. Um, Wrestling and and, and struggling with sin as a believer is a very real thing. Um, We're not going to say that now because you're in Christ, that's just, that's it, like... Sin is gone and that's over. No, no, no. We're, we're making it real. This is a responsive life here. That's right. We're, we're talking about how yeah. real it is, the struggle. Yes. But we want to equip you with tools to overcome it um, and be encouraged today. So we've got some Amen. good stuff here. Amen. And, you know, with that said, we want to start right in the Word of God. We're going to go right into that's Romans right. chapter 7, verses 13 to 24. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there, guys. And uh, I'm going to just go ahead and read through here. Uh, starting at verse 13 it says did that which is good then become death to me certainly not but in order that sin might be exposed as sin it produced death in me through what was good so that through the commandment sin might become utterly sinful we know that the law is spiritual but I am unspiritual sold as a slave to sin I do, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I admit that the law is good. In that case, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my flesh, for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do. Instead, I keep on doing the evil I do not want to do. And if I do what I do not want, it's no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So this is the principle that I've discovered. When I want to do good, evil's right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in my body, warring against the law of my mind and holding me captive to the law of sin that dwells within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then... With my mind, I serve the Lord, the law of God, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. So much there. Yeah, we're going to really dive into this because there's a lot of stuff there that's being said. Uh, First thing, let's start again at at uh, verse 13. Um, This is Romans chapter 7, where uh, he's saying, uh, the apostle Paul is saying here, uh, sin has to be recognized as sin. Yes. Um, and the only way, and the way that you recognize, when you recognize that sin is sin, you understand what um, what death has to come to this thing. Amen. Um, you know, when 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 we can put our, our finger on what is sin yes. without justifying, yep, or without saying that making an excuse an excuse for it, for it or mm-hmm. or it's 
it's not really that bad. That's a sin, but this is not that bad, mm-hmm. um, or, or anything like we're saying that would fall into the, the category of excuse. Um, those are things that just hinder you from overcoming sin. Yeah. When you can put your hand and your finger on this thing and say, that in and of itself, I recognize, in order that sin might be recognized as sin, as the yes. Apostle Paul says here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you understand that this is now the thing that's killing me. Mm-hmm. Literally killing me because it's it's killing my, my spirit. It's killing the, the sensitivity that I have to the Lord. And it, over, it can be very overtaking. Yeah. Um, and then that's where, when you move on through the rest of it, it then talks about being, um, you know, the law is spiritual, but I myself am unspiritual. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's that's right there. Without that recognition right there, mm-hmm. then there's a, you're going to keep going through the battle. Like, yeah. it's you seeing that, wow, I'm, I'm unspiritual. Yeah. I, I'm not recognizing what this thing is doing to yeah. my spirit. Yeah. You know, making these wrong choices, this sinful things that I'm being a part of is actually affecting me spiritually. And what God is pretty much showing us here through this scripture mm-hmm. verse is that it's leading to death. What does what does that mean to death? It's leading us to be separate That's spiritually right. Right. with God. Killing the spirit man. Yep. Yes. And when you start doing that, you hear God less and less lower and lower and you know what i love here uh joel is this part when he's saying it's almost like this tongue twisting type the good i want to do i'm no longer doing the good this whole everything that he's talking about here i I desire to do good i can't carry it out the good i want to do i mean the whole thing what i want to do i do not do (laughs) what i hate i do yeah 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 tongue twisting and if that sounds familiar to any of you right now Thank God that right here you're reading it because it's in his word. Because God understands the battle is real. Yes. The battle, the struggle with sin is real. God, the good I want to do, I don't know why I keep doing the wrong. Yeah. And that that that's especially especially as believers, I think it's um it's important for us to encourage those who are also new in the faith in this as well. It's not a matter of making excuses, but understanding um because a lot of people they get saved. And they to think, I am forgiven, I'm set free, I'm washed clean, Amen. and that's that's truth. Um, with that being said, it doesn't mean that we suddenly get the uh, angel security insurance package. <laughs> okay, angels are absolutely real and around us, and that, that's true. Um, but that doesn't mean that all of a sudden, like, we're not going to be attacked by these the sinful nature. Right. What he's saying here um, in the scripture goes also in another part of Romans uh, mm-hmm. earlier on yes. that, that Paul was talking about. Romans chapter 6 verse 20 where he says, when you, were sla- when you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What he's saying is like when you're not saved, you now have no choice. Sin is your master. Yep. This this thing, your flesh is what you what you serve. Yeah. You do what you want to do. Yeah. You didn't even know you didn't want to do it, but you did it anyways yep. because that was your master. Yeah. The difference here is that when he's talking about now later on in Romans, he's referring to himself. Romans seven mm-hmm. is that he's now saying, um, not that 
not that now, um, okay, I'm I'm saved. That I'm that I'm no, sin is no longer my master, but now I'm in the struggle. That's what we're calling the episode the sin struggle. Yeah. Now I have to I have to fight this thing that sin every single day. The difference is I have a way out. Yes. Uh, this thing is not my master. Does not have the final say over me. Mm-hmm. Christ is my master, mm-hmm. but. I didn't even want to do these things. I do it, but I have the ability to not do it anymore mm-hmm. simply because I'm now in Christ. Yes. yes. And that's where you're, and then the, that's where I think the part where it starts saying about for we know the law is spiritual. Like when you're in the wrong, yeah. Yeah. Can you instead of making excuses for the wrong, mm-hmm. you need to quickly say I recognize what's wrong and I recognize God's word is good. Mm-hmm. Not not that God's word is unattainable. Not that God's word is too challenging. Not that mm-hmm. it's too difficult. Mm-hmm. But I understand that it's good and it's for my benefit. Yes. And I understand that I am in and of myself am no good. But when I take him at his word, that's when I can now be challenged to not do these wrong things anymore. Amen. And a freedom. A freedom. release will come. And it is a decision. It's a decision to repent. It's a decision to turn from that thing 180 mm-hmm. Not 360. 360 brings you right back to the same place. <laughs> 180. Because you're turning 180 degrees away from that thing. That is repentance. You're saying, God, I'm making up my mind and I'm following you. And I don't want to be a slave to this thing no more. Romans 6.23 tells us the wages of sin is death. Do you want to keep feeling like uh, so defeated and so separated from God? On a moment-by-moment moment basis, every time that you're sinning? No, God doesn't want us to live that way of feeling defeat. He says, it says here the second part of that verse in Romans 6.23, But the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a free gift. He's like, I want to set you free. I came that you might be set free. When he says you're no longer a slave to sin and you're going to be set free, he, he's saying that to you because he doesn't want you to keep going back to those things yeah. that keep making you feel that way, a slave to it, that you, you can't be set free from it. That's not what he's, that's not who God is, and that's not why he sent Jesus Christ. And you know, um, it says in Hebrews 12, 4 to 5, it says, In your struggle against sin, and this is where we must be honest with God. See, like he's talking about, I don't want, I don't do these things in Romans, but in this verse in Hebrews 12, 4 to 5, it says, In your struggle against sin, you've not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Because what that's talking about is you've not gotten to the point of taking the 180. See, you've just gotten to the point of saying, I'm dealing with sin. Yep. And I have this battle. And you're making it known before God, but you're not truly turning from it. You might repent where you're like, God, I'm sorry that I keep doing it. Like how he's talking about in Romans 7. But you've not gone to the place of resisting it. Of, res- of resisting it to the place I'm not going to do it no more. So if it's, if it's not being in the same environment anymore, learning a whole different habit, turning from that thing, God sets us free, and he says we're free indeed, to the place that it doesn't mean that this temptation won't call at you anymore. No. But he sets you free to the place that you have the power 
Yes. Through him. Yes. To resist it and yes. not have to keep giving into it no more. Yes. You have the strength to literally stand up to this thing and throw it to the side and say no more. Amen. No more. Amen. You got to face it. Yes. Yes. But you'll have the strength to overtake it. Yes. Not it overtake you. And how do you do that? You admit you have to get to the place. Admit it. Admitting it. James 1, 14 to 16 says, But each one is tempted by his own evil desires. He is lured away and enticed. Then after desire has con conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown gives birth to death do do not be deceived my beloved brothers because if you're not admitting the fact that you are sinning see it's one thing when you're being tempted we will be tempted even when we we learn to resist it it's one thing to be tempted it's another thing to give in to that temptation right. so the temptation is something that we're, it's in our own evil desires. In other words, it's something that already is part of our flesh, our human side, our human yeah. side of us, you yeah. know? And so we don't, if we don't even acknowledge that, you know, I have, a, I have a problem with anger. And every time I have a problem with anger, it leads me to sin. It leads me to this place where I say terrible things oh. or I, I'm so hurtful. And I've not gotten to the place where I resist that. Yes, we get angry, but God says, be angry, but do not sin. Yes. You see? So it's learning what the Bible says about these different things that you're struggling with. And that's good homework for you, the listener, to seek it out. What does God say about this? What does God say about this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These different areas that we're struggling yes. with, you know? Yes. I mean, literally, there are, there are multiple error areas, excuse me. Uh, that that we deal with as a believer second timothy uh, verse 3 mm -hmm. 2 to 4 it mm -hmm. goes through all kinds of stuff that mm -hmm. believers in, in new testament era right now that we're living in today yes talks about for men will be lovers of themselves yes. lovers of money boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy yes. unloving unforgiving slanderers without self-control mm -hmm. brutal despisers of good traitors headstrong haughty lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god i mean that that right there gives a whole list of its own yeah you know and if we can't even admit that god not only that you're tempted by it yeah but you keep giving into Here's that that it. list that you just it's a, it's said I mean, it's in the Word of God, everyone. Yeah, it's all, every. In other words, what you, what you're going through, the answers are in the book. Yes. You have an open book test that you're <laughs> in in life, yes. and the answers are actually there. I, I would encourage you to seek out in these different things because He is equipping you to overcome these things. These yes. things do not have to overcome yes. you. And to that point, that's where. Um, you know, when you read here in Romans, back to Romans 7, mm -hmm. where he's, where he, uh, verse 24 says, What a wretched man I am. Yes. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Verse 25, thanks be to God. Amen. Who delivers me through Christ Jesus, yes. our Lord. Yes. So then I, I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but yes. in my sinful nature, a slave to, to the law of sin. Mm -hmm. So... When I'm in my sinful nature, who am I a slave to? Mm -hmm. Sin. To sin, yes. But 
I have to put myself, am I a slave to God's law? I'm going to follow this. He is my master. We say this at Resplendency quite a lot. Pastor Chris says this. He says, um, is God your your Lord and Savior? Yes. For a lot of people, he's their Savior, but he isn't their Lord. Yeah. He, he yeah. saved you uh, from from multiple things. You, you have accepted Christ in your heart as your Savior. But your Lord means you will follow him. Yes. Listen to our self-denial episode. Self-denial. Yes. Taking up your cross and following him, denying yourself. If he is your Lord, you will follow his lead. Yes. He will save you. That's who he is. Mm -hmm. But you have the the ability to say who is the Lord of your life because a slave cannot serve two masters. That's right. Amen. Amen. And that's important that we make that decision on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Resplendency life. <laughs> I want to read this this verse as well. It says here in First Corinthians ten thirteen, it tells us the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. So what we've been talking about is that you're not alone in this sin That's struggle. Right. Okay, right. and we all are tempted. In various ways. That's right. But we're not alone in the temptation. So that's what God is saying here. And God is faithful. So hold on to this verse. God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. That's right. When you're tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. That's right. And so there's your answer, the sin struggle answer. Let God show you the way out. That's right. Don't keep saying, God, this is so much, I can't bear it. Even when you're that honest with him, turn that around and start saying thank you that you're going to show me the way out and let him show you the way out. Because remember, it's us deciding to say, God, not only do I repent, but in my repentance, I'm fully going to turn away from this thing and I'm going to live out this way out yes. that you're showing me. Yes. And I give you glory for that. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's it right there. You're, you, you, you're dealing with this stuff and you're thinking, I got to stop it. I got to stop it. And a lot of preachers, that's how they'll encourage you. Stop doing sin. Mm-hmm. No. Our answer is... The only way, because you can't stop it on your own, right. your fleshly nature is, is, is a slave to this thing, but the way that you can stop this is to run to God. Yes. When you start to struggle, when you begin to be tempted into these things, when you begin to, to, to say, oh, gosh, I'm really struggling with this thing, run to God Amen. even more so than before. Yes. Run to his presence. Yes. Run to his presence. Yes. Run to his word. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there is, I want to just throw this as a footnote in there as well. We need one another. Yes. So if you're struggling with this sin on your own and you've not confessed your sins, the Bible also tells us um, that it's important that you confess so that it's not that you're going to someone for them to bless you or forgive you in that manner. They don't help you with that in that way. Only God can do that. But when you're confessing, you're also making yourself accountable. You're not letting this sin make you feel you have to hide and battle in this thing alone. We need one another. And the Bible says that we must do that to show accountability and allow someone else to encourage us who's strong in the Lord and will, and in, and will pray with us through it. You know, it's important right. that we have someone to walk us through these things. That's part of having fellowship 
with an, with one another and not just doing this thing on your own as well. I needed to say that as well. Uh, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode again. Uh, this is this is a this is an intense one. Yeah. <laughs> the sin struggle. Uh, I know that as we spoke about these things, I know that the Holy Spirit is convicting every single one of us, including myself. Amen. And that's what's here. Is he's, yes. he's bringing to our attention these things. He's dealing with our hearts. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's dealing with us as, as a people of God. And so don't just hear this word and say, I'm going to stop doing wrong and keep going. Hear this word and say, God, I'm going to commit anything that I may be struggling with or things I don't even realize I'm struggling with, something that's tried to entangle me. Maybe it's maybe it's a simple thing as road rage when you're driving and you know you don't think anything much of it because mm-hmm. whatever you, you you go to church praise God get in your car and start getting mad at everybody on the mm-hmm. highway. There are things that we could be struggling with. Yes, the Holy Spirit just to put on your your radar right yes. now. Commit it to Him. Yes, talk to Him. Be encouraged. Do the things that we were talking about in this episode. Pray about it. We can say stuff for you, but you need to talk to God about it. You need to pray with God. Yes. Pray to God. So um, we pray pray that you definitely uh, do that. And, and, of course, we want to make sure you stay connected to us. So go ahead and give us a follow on our social media, at Resplendency Inc. That's at Resplendency Inc. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, please make sure to stay in contact with us. You can always feel free to message us through our social media or through our email. That's contact at resplendency.com, contact at resplendency.com. Make sure to be subscribed to our podcast here on iTunes, SoundCloud. Share it with others. Listen and watch our Be Resplendent episodes. And you're always invited if you're in the Central Florida area to attend one of our Resplendency sessions. May God bless you, and we look forward to talking to you more in our next episode. Absolutely. God bless you.